The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're looking at what's new in email, in email marketing, in the interwebs, in the rest of 2024. I'll tell you what's not new, what's been around for a long time and you should get involved. It's our free Facebook group, the Email Marketing Show community. At this point, it's an established old place with thousands of mem- uh, members just like us, just like you, chatting about email marketing every single day about how they can apply this stuff to their business. So if you love these episodes, then come and check it out. It's just go to Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show community. It's totally free. You can ask questions, post uh, ideas, uh, look for inspiration. Uh, even just look at pictures of me and Kennedy if you want to. Uh, just come and hang out in there. It's totally free. It's full of great people talking about email marketing. Email marketing show community on Facebook. He's bought an electric heated clothes horse. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he keeps some of his shoes in bags. It's psychological mind reader Kennedy. So, in case, I don't know if they call, did they call it a clothes horse around the world? I don't know if they do. I thought that was quite a northern word. Um do you call it a clothes horse it's that error that drying that thing that you that you unfold and drape your clothes over to um to dry them is that what you call it a clothes horse what do you call that thing that's not even shaped like a horse and kennedy on the instagram not even shaped like a horse yes i think a previous fact of mine was more excited about buying an electric car but i've downgraded now to an electric clothes horse i see i see and so do you just why did you go for electrical? Because uh, I've got two normal ones, and we just go to the dry, and I don't have a tumble dryer. And until I get a tumble dryer, this is my next best effort. Although it's not much cheaper than a tumble dryer, to be fair. No, no, no. Well, you say well, your petrol clothes horse. Is that a premium? Kitchen space is that a premium? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, so, well, you say of your petrol clothes horse. Yeah, exactly. The 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 ding 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 like a chainsaw. <laughs> it just it shakes them dry. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> so do you mean you've bought some posh shoes and those shoes came with bags and those are in the bags and then you've got some other like second class shoes at the back of the wardrobe. They don't get food included. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got the all-inclusive shoes at the door and at the very front in lovely little bags. Yeah. They get their own little, what's that thing? Um, sleeping bag. Yeah. They've got their own little, little sleeping bag at the, the front. At the end warm. of the journey. <laughs> Yeah, I pop, take them out every now and again and just reassure them everything is okay. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, basically, I've started by, I was never, I've never been into shoes. And then, I don't know, maybe like six. You wondered why your feet were wet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not worse than wet socks. Oh, there's, is that the worst feeling? Like, I think that if you wanted, if someone was going to torture me to get, you know, me deepest, darkest secrets out of us about, you know, how to send better emails. That's all I've got. But um, like, all you need to do is like make us walk in a puddle with me socks. Because, oh man, it's the worst. I had, to, I had to nip into the garden to grab Alfie the other day because he'd found a bit of chicken bone on the other side of the garden that a bird had dropped. So, of course, I haven't got any shoes on. So normally he goes out as a wee, comes back in again. Not this occasion. So I had to go out with me wet socks on. Oh, it's it's the there. worst. Oh, and then getting your feet dry. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Anyway, so yes, some of my newer, more fancy shoes, because I've started getting into like nicer, uh, sort of slight, you know, designery type shoes. Not not mega, but like, and they come in little bags and I love keeping them in bags. So it means they don't get dusty and they just always look much more shiny, exciting. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Anyway, 
There you go. Hello. Every week on this show, we show you how to make more sales and earn more money from your email subscribers, the people who are already on your email list, however big or small that is. And to do that, we talk about email marketing strategy, psychology, tactics, and share what's working right now to make you more sales on these internets, uh, making you the email marketing hero of your business. The brand new episode, Every Email Marketing Wednesday. Make sure you hit subscribe on the uh, on your podcast player, that big subscribe button, so we download an episode to your device every single week, so you don't miss out on this amazing content. If you haven't already, make sure you do go over, and while you're hitting subscribe, or even if you've already hit subscribe, leave us a review on your podcast player. It really helps us to get this information to a lot more people, so we can help more people get much better results from their email marketing, just like you. It'd be really helpful, I and mean, also, honestly, we'd love to hear what you love and what you enjoy. And obviously, just um, one of my love languages is words of of encouragement, words of words of validation. So definitely go and um, go and give us some of that on your podcast player. So um, wow, I, can't, I mean, here we are. Um, we're just sort of getting most people are just getting in the swing of of the new year now. And we thought, shit, we better sit down and tell people. Now we're sort of back in the swing of it. What we should be expecting from the world of email. Uh, for the rest of, of, as we get into more of 2024, because that's what you're supposed to do. And actually, these episodes of our um, looking forward into the year tend to be one of our most listened to, most popular episodes. So here we are being most listened to and being ever so popular. Indeed. So the first thing I think that we really need to pay attention to in terms of what's new and what's happening with email in 2024 is that deliverability is going to get more problematic in quotes and verification is going to get more important than ever. And those two things really come down uh, to one and the same. In other words, making sure that you've got all of your ducks in a row when it comes to making sure that you can get your emails into the inboxes of people who care. And the reason that this is a thing is that I think and I think it's probably long overdue, actually, in reality, is that the email platforms are really tightening their belts when it comes to the stuff that they expect from us with deliverability and engagement monitoring and making sure that we're not just building massive mammoth lists of people, bombarding them with stuff, whether they're reading it or not. The only reason somebody wouldn't get it is if they close down that email address or if they unsubscribe. Like, all of that is, is gone. And this is happening all the time. Like, we're not all... If everyone's thinking... We, we don't want everyone, any, ever want anybody to listen to the podcast and go, oh, fuck, that's me, and I feel terrible. But, and I want to just tell you, I was looking for some... I was just wanting to look at what other people are doing in the digital marketing world. So I went through all my little folders that I have in my Gmail account. Um, this was just yesterday, actually. And I was just going through them to see what people are doing. What's that person promoting right now? What's that person really focusing on? And I was amazed, dumbfounded at how many people whose emails I have not opened, I went back for more than a year because they're filtered and folded, right? That I'm still getting emails from. Yeah. Like really, and, and these are big, big names, names that have lists of, you're definitely on their email list. You're probably listening to their podcast. You're probably doing their stuff. Who are just not taking this list hygiene and verification stuff half as seriously as it should be. These are the prop. This is what's going to happen in the new year. Some of these people even teach email marketing, by the way, as part of what they do. They're not obviously they're not fully in on it the way that we are, and obviously uh, we don't expect everybody to know everything. But there's loads of talk about other things that we don't know about, of course. Um, but this is when people are going to start saying, "Oh, I'm getting, I'm not getting as." I saw a post from somebody yesterday um, saying. 
um, I'm oh, I think I'm going to focus on something else rather than um, um, this this person was talking about paid traffic. I'm going to I'm going to move away from ads and I'm going to move into more organic stuff because it's not working. We're going to hear people saying, "Oh, I'm not getting as good results from my emails as I used to be," so I'm going to focus more on something else, whatever it's going to be. Um, because of this, and 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 the truth is, if you just get the the verification, the and making sure that you've validated everything, um, um, and the stuff that we've talked about with SPF records, um, DKIM and uh, and DMARC, making sure if you don't know what those things are, we've talked about other episodes of this. You can definitely go and also um, look for really simple YouTube videos on how to set those things up. It's all one time setup. Um, just get it right. It's half an hour of boring ass work. I'll get somebody else to do it for you. We, you know, you can just pay somebody to come in and do that for you quite inexpensively, but very effectively because this is all about, we want to know on the internet because, you know, as, as with everything, scammers and, and, and marketers break everything. We want to know that for sure, the person sending the email is the person who they say they are. And that's what these are all, that's what all of these measures are being put in place to do right? This is all to verify. Because I remember maybe just six years ago, I could open up a brand new Keep account just because it was like the Wild West in the online space. And I could say that my email address to send from was, you know, mrbo at barackobama.com. Like I could pretend to be anybody. And of course, Gmail and Keep and all of the other email platforms, recipients and senders, are now going, flipping out. We, we can't really have this because people are getting scammed left, right, and center. I can't tell you how many, I mean, in the SMS world, you know, how many SMSs I've had from delivery companies, not really delivery companies, delivery companies, air quotes, saying, oh, your parcel needs you to, you know, pay an extra bit of shipping. Can you click here and pay it? And all that sort of shenanigans. Because again, that 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 whole world of SMS is is unverified and un uh, and un unvalidated. So they're just tightening their belts on that stuff to protect people. It's not absolutely not to piss off and crush the the dreams of people doing email marketing. That's not what this is in place for. But the important thing to realize about that is that you can't look at it and go, oh, but I'm not scamming on the internet pretending to be a former president of the US. I'm just me and I am sending as me, therefore I'm okay. The fact that all of this is in place means that you need to do it too. You need to verify everything about what you're doing. Don't assume that because, you know, we are Robin Kennedy and we're sending emails as Robin Kennedy. That makes this correct. Um, we, you've got to take care of this th- of this stuff. And, you know, it's it's happening everywhere. If you think about social in the last couple of years, we've started to see it now where first, um, formerly Twitter, the artist formerly known as Twitter, um, and now Instagram and, and Facebook, Meta generally, are allowing you to pay to get one of those blue ticks that used to be reserved to people they thought were important. You can now just pay a monthly fee, you get one of those to verify that your th- your profile is true. And lots of people have chosen to do that, either because they want it to look like they've got a real blue tick, or uh, they're doing it because they are genu- generally finding, genuinely finding, that people are you know cloning their profiles and doing dodgy tactics and scamming and that kind of thing. Yeah, so validation of like of humans online, I and mean, obviously we're going to talk about AI in a bit because obviously that's going to be part of the the picture for twenty twenty four, isn't it? We can't uh, we can't deny that. Um, but with the with with more development in AI, AI and robots and um, non humans, not real people, um, being easier and more accessible to more of us, that's going to create much more of a proliferation of that. So um, you're going to see there's a theme about 
humanizing stuff um, in today's discussion, I think. Um, but that's one of the ways of doing it, just making sure that you are validating, verifying, and, 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 and you do that through some technical stuff, getting some verification stuff, but also focusing on that deliverability, making sure you're not just pumping stuff out that's not going anywhere. Now, if you're a customer of ours, then obviously we give you all of our resources and our stuff in terms of our re-engagement campaigns, our processes for making sure that we're always paying attention to who's paying attention to us so that you don't end up with subscribers who haven't looked at anything in a year suddenly receiving emails from you. All of that stuff, uh, super important and, and, and more important than ever before. Like We always have stressed how important it is, but now it's going to be more important and we're probably going to have to start tightening up the windows of time that we allow people before we consider them disengaged too, right? And that's a really important point, Rob, actually, for everybody who's a member of our programs as part of your calls that you have with us every single month and, and, and our technical calls as well. We're going to keep you completely up to date as ever with everything on what the latest is from the top deliverability, email marketing, um, et cetera, experts and, and, and leaders are are advising and stuff and what we're doing. Cause you know, what we said only a few years ago, I remember when we, when we first started our membership, the league, we were measuring engagement based on open rate because it was actually pretty accurate back then. Um, and of course, since then, um, we've we've moved on to that not being the case uh, and measuring it based on clicks. But again, those windows of time, what we should look at, how, what's measured as, as engagement, all those things, and and how the email sending platforms, your keeps and active campaigns and stuff of this world, um, are, are those technologies are going to also um, develop and and respond to what's uh, what's working and stuff. So um, that's going to be a huge part of of the year. The next thing um, I want to talk about though is ads, right? So um, a lot of us are building our email lists um, with, by using ads, uh, paid advertising on various channels. And uh, and you might be sending ads straight into a lead magnet or straight into a paid offer, and maybe maybe you'll be doing a mixture of those things. Of course, if you look at the trends, one thing you will notice is the cost of advertising never goes down. Really, right? There's be there was one blip during um, the pandemic uh, a, little, a while ago now, um, where the cost of ads certainly popped down a little bit because there was a lot more um, eyeballs on socials. But you know um, that's that's not so much happening. It's not a trend, and, and of course, it's, it's higher than it's ever been right now. So what does that mean? If the cost of getting new subscribers, paid or free ones, um, is going to continue on that upward trend, the cool thing is all we have to do is focus on one and developing one skill. And the skill we need to develop and really focus on mastering in 2024 and going forward beyond that is basically our, able, our ability to monetize the subscribers on our email list. First of all, uh, we need to really develop the skill in converting subscribers into paying customers for the first time. We really need to dial in and really um, go all in on that. And then we also need to max. We also need to focus on the skill of maximizing how much we're able to earn from the subscribers who we have got on our email lists. Because the cost of ad going up means, well, we're not we're paying more for each person we bring in, so we then have uh, less time to make the money back. Then we need to make more money back from those people. So, um, as ad costs are going to continue going up, as they have since day zero, um, we're going to really the people who are going to win. Actually, the people who are going to survive. Never mind win. The people who are going to survive the ad game. Um, are the people who are, are the really the ones not leaning into ads, as we'll get on to later, uh, in, actually in a second, um, 
But the people who are really able to, I mean, as Dan Kennedy has notoriously said forever, the person who can spend the most to acquire the subscriber, uh, to, to acquire the customer, wins, right? That's that's the gig. That's the aim of the game. So um, we want to just make sure that we can be that that person. Um, the other thing is, of course, if you've got a team who are helping you with organic um, reach, if you've got a team who are helping you with organic um, traffic, then because of the cost of everything in the world going up and up and up, the, those costs are expected to increase as well. We're expecting the, the costs of organic to continue to increase. So if you've got somebody running your YouTube channel, if you've got somebody uh, doing your social media for you, whatever it is, the cost of having that person do that work is going to continue going up. The cost of having the person do the graphic designs for that channel is also going to go up. So the, all of your costs are going to continue going up. And that's the reason the skill we, if you have one skill you have to master in 2024, that skill has to be your ability to convert a subscriber into a customer for the first time and your ability to to maximize how much people spend when they're on your email list. That's the skill to develop in 2024. So um, the next bit we're going to talk about is uh, is, the, is this list building thing and, and what's going to happen with building your email. We, we don't often talk about list building on the show, um, but list building is going to be sort of changing a little bit, Rob. And again, we want to follow on with this from from the previous point about uh, you know ads. One of the things at the moment that a lot of people will choose to do when they get to the point of wanting to um, dig into to, uh, ad buying is that they will employ the services of some kind of media buying agency. So you know a pay per click advertising agency, as they used to be called. You know somebody who does media buying, right? So who will get your um, your ads up on on the meta various different properties on uh, YouTube, on Google, that kind of thing. And the interesting shift that I think we're going to see with those people is that those people are going to kind of go out of business, right? If your job is just buying advertising and trying to figure all that stuff out and, and do all the clever bits with audience placements and and all that stuff, I think a lot of that stuff's going to be very different. I think the, the way those businesses will have to go in order to survive is to go in the direction of becoming all about the creative. Because basically, um, what will happen is that the the meta AI and the Google AI, where they're investing tens of billions of dollars in, in, in improving it, is going to do a way better job of figuring out what ads to place where in front of who, on what devices, at what times, on what schedule, with what bidding, you know, all these different, you know, hundreds of points that you have to get right in order to get this complicated cocktail that is media buying correct. AI is going to just be able to do that better than anyone else. And because it's Google's AI when it comes to Google and YouTube ads, and it's Meta's AI when it comes to Facebook and Instagram ads, it's not like you're asking ChatGPT, oh, could you take a you know, finger in the air guess as to what the best thing's going to be? Like it's literally Google's collecting data all the time from way bigger advertisers than any of us all the time. Um, and then using that in order to optimize this process. What that means is that the, the money in uh, in in list building in, in in media buying is going to go to people who are creatives who are good at figuring out the the creative artwork um, uh, your videos or whatever and again a lot of them we're going to use AI in order to make that even more uh, creative <laughs> uh, to make that more engaging right and so uh, it comes down to not AI replacing humans but humans with AI replacing humans without AI. Yeah, which is the thing we've been saying for a while, isn't it? Like the people with, who are using it. I think the, other, the big opportunity here in list building is definitely in your ability to use AI for the analysis, right? I think it's going to be using AI to uh, to analyze 
which one's likely to perform best, and then using AI to analyze um, more. For example, just look at the last time I was in in, in MetaRad, so a little while ago, so this might be completely out of date, right? But uh, apologies. But for example, their AI allows you to, say, put in 10 bits of creative, 10 headlines, and 10 bits of body copy, or 10 bits of the content copy. And it, like, figures out which combination of which headline with which image with which bit of um, of content copy performs the best. So it's that kind of thing, and understanding the nuance of... Um, when we use these words or this lead or this angle or this emotion and using AI to figure out and look at the patterns there, that's where it's going to be. It's all about, for me, AI informing the creative uh, there. And and talk, speaking of AI and going in specifically, I think one of the greatest opportunities we all have with people who write emails, communicate to our list, uh, might even write content, great content elsewhere, blog posts, co- uh, content, uh, short form, long form, long form uh, video, all that sort of stuff, is there's a huge opportunity for us to all be human and say things, create things, write things that AI cannot write. For example, personal stories about what's really happening in your life and how you feel about those things, your personal opinions, because AI doesn't know that because it's in your head. You're you're making it up, right? You're you're making decisions, and to share that stuff is going to be more valuable than ever. Because there is basically AI is creating this content factory, which is pushing out and pumping out all of this bland, probably how-to content is what I'm seeing a lot. So it's going to be probably a lot more of that. Um, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of this AI content, which has, uh, it might have personality in, it will certainly be able to sound more like you. And while that's true, we've identified ways and, 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 and clever little tricks that we've got in our secret source of, of how you can use, um, AI in certain ways to sound like you, and that's going to become better. It's going to be able to understand you better. It's never going to be able to read your mind for exactly, I mean, maybe at one point it will be able to, but I don't think in 2024, it's going to be able to read your mind as to this is what you've just experienced. This is a story about something that happened years ago. This is what's happening this week. This is how I feel about it and that sort of stuff. So there is a huge opportunity for you to stand out when everybody on your email list is going to be receiving so many AI-generated emails which send people to AI-generated sales pages with AI-generated sales videos to AI-generated products where you can stand out and go, this is definitely not that, and it stands out and is completely different, and you have to provably do that by sharing stuff that could not be generated in that way. And that's a huge opportunity as these content factories um, and these pieces, pieces of software, these, 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 these lifetime sasses continue to show their heads on push a button, create a business, where it creates the emails, the landing pages, the sales videos, and the products without you having to even show up real human is going to stand out in that. Yeah. I want AI generated customers because that sounds easy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Until we get to that. I mean, there's a point at which you might go, oh, are the lads really there recording this podcast? Well, we bloody hope so because we enjoy it. You know, we're really, you know, we really want, you know, but there will be points where people will definitely be 
point when AI's creating a podcast. We even had an idea. Do you remember about a year and a half ago? We had an idea for a podcast, a separate podcast to this, which didn't even involve us showing up for it. Yeah. And it used a combination of text-to-speech to introduce different sections and then grabbing bits of content that we were creating elsewhere to create a podcast. So, you know, that's possible, but something that's real is going to stand out among a lot of them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think the summary of all of this is that, you know, email's been here for a long time and it, rem- it is and remains and always has been the highest return on investment marketing activity. Don't know how, don't know what. It just is, right? It's just one of those things. It always will be. The level of engagement you get from your inbox has not yet been equaled by anything else that anyone's attempted, like SMS or, uh, you know, messenger chat or anything like that for long-term growth and sustainable scale uh, sale generation. And so it's email remains central to everything we're doing. um, And the trick is that we need to double down on building um, effectively what I'm going to think of as smaller, more engaged audiences rather than larger audiences where you just sort of scattergun messaging at them and then deepening relationships using AI where you can, but not in the, not in, um, not at risk of replacing those relationships or, or, um, or butchering those relationships, which can easily happen the minute you start to remove the human from the, from the messaging. Um, and, and that's, and that's it, right? So keep doubling down on what you, on, on what we, what we say about deliverability and, uh, you know, remaining human. Um, continue to tell stories, continue to share personalized uh, content through email, continue to sell, continue to send more emails. I think all of that's going to be more important. Uh, and then um, that's going to be the winning path for email in 2024. And if you'd like to be kept up to date with exactly what's working right now as the email platforms develop, and they'll develop to respond to this massive uptick in volume of email. That's absolutely bound to happen as as all this becomes even more, even better quality, even uh, more realistic, more human looking. Um, then and also to know what you can be doing with AI in a really ethical and really brilliant sense. Um, definitely come and check out our program, our flagship program, uh, which is called the Email Hero Blueprint. Uh, Inside of that, we take you through how to set up every single element of your email marketing to make it really work for you, really turn more subscribers into customers, literally to master the central skill that you're going to need in 2024 as ad prices continue going up, and there's a proliferation of AI-generated bland content. You can check out all the details of why it works, how it works, and what's included uh, to get these incredible results uh, that our students get and we get from our email system uh, by going to emailheroblueprint.com. Emailheroblueprint.com, where you can watch a full video of all the details and uh, and also read it out there as well. So emailheroblueprint.com is the place to check that out. And now at this point in the episode, we're going to head into this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Right, Rob, what have we got? This one is warning, colon, this is hot, and then uh, capital letters, which sort of sounds like there might be something in the email that's considered hot, you know, like a hot recommendation on something like that. It's actually based on a story about picking up a plate that was too hot uh, after being warned that the plate was very hot. But yeah, so it's sort of, again, we want to, again, always ride that road of being sort of a little bit clickbaity, but not so much that people feel deceived when they open the email. So warning, this is hot. That's this week's 
Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. We really enjoy putting this episode together, actually, because figuring out like what's going to be important and what we all need to be aware of is something we've been obviously preparing for in our strategy days here in, in Email Marketing Heroes and of course our other stuff as well. So uh, hopefully you found it really useful. If you have, let us know. Um, tag us at Rob and Kennedy on Instagram. And if you haven't already, drop us a review thing on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. We really appreciate it. It helps us help more people genuinely. So we appreciate all of your reviews that you've been leaving. It really, really means a lot. We're back next week to talk about more stuff to do with email marketing. Have a lark about, keep you updated, share more inspiration ideas for your email marketing. So make sure you hit subscribe on your podcast player so you don't miss it. And we will see you next week.